Chapter 24 Brother Fire If you told me it was all empty, I'm not sure if I'd believe you, because that ember kept me awake for days, even if its brilliance was completely see-through. Now of course the darkness wouldn't change. That emptiness seemed to swallow me whole, but this ember kept glowing from a single piece of charcoal. It was a miracle of magic. The light was burning ever free, and even when I felt abandoned or alone, I could sense that this warmth was watching over me. See, something else was here. This spirit stayed with me in the darkest parts of each night. And isn't it peculiar how only the darkness can illuminate a tiny spark of God's light? I was so curious about this magic, and I felt as if this ember was a distant brother. Surrounded by ashes and bones, I decided to call out to the Great Mother. I'm listening, she whispered. Why, yes, that dark goddess was aware of everything that had happened in my life. But how does she keep her eyes on me if it's always pitch black? I got up and tried to look for her, but the ashes hung from my body as I wandered about. Looking everywhere, she was nowhere to be found. Hey you, I demanded. What's going on here? You've got the chance of a lifetime, she whispered. But where are you hiding? What's with all the hidden messages? She was silent now when I felt the weight of the ashes clouding my mind like a fog of dark smoke. Calm down, calm down. Come on now. Surely this is all a joke. If she's out here watching, then it's all okay. But what if she's listening to everything you're thinking? Then you better watch what you say. I am not here to judge what you think, nor am I here to moderate where the mind goes. I simply feel everything through each moment because that's what the vibrations expose. Understand how all thoughts vibrate, each choice begins in the mind, and once you grasp the scepter of your power, you will no longer wander in the darkness as if you were blind." She whispered. What? Blind? Everywhere I looked, there were only ashes and bones as I stumbled onward, getting more and more nervous by the second. I tripped over a pile of ashes as I wandered further ahead. To where was I going? I didn't have a clue, but the emptiness was endless, but at least that ember was my north star. I could journey on for days as long as that light guided me home from afar. Then one day the ember started to fade, and a thick fog began to cover the light. I started feeling nauseous and sick, then I realized that the ember would begin dying that night. I tried to fight it, to push the darkness away, but I grew even more afraid when the light wouldn't stay. Once the ember finally gave out, I collapsed into the ashes when a panic overtook my soul. All the filth and debris had gotten worse than before, and all this despair was out of control. Every time I tried to stand, there was nowhere to go. This space was the remains of a great fire that had gone out a long time ago. Lying in my grave, my mind would thrash about. I was upset with everything, and so my thoughts began to shout. A nervous vibration rattled the room, like rough waves tossing me around the sea. Covered in the ash and soot, there was no hope to ever be freed. Be still, my darling. The sea of thought does not like to be restrained. The more you try to fight against it, the more the light of your energy will be drained. She was getting on my nerves, always interjecting whenever she felt like it, and here I was stuck in this grunge without a clue what was happening or where I was heading. Come on now, quit hiding, 
I'm not hiding. I'm right here, she whispered. Then where are you? I screamed it, and a vibration rose up and tossed me on the bones of the dead. A rogue wave had sprung out from the ashes and capsized more filth atop my head. It buried me under the soot and skeletons when my spirit started to cry. Again and again, a vibration buried me even deeper when I knew I was here to die. My goddess, I was trapped so deep, and I'd gotten so stuck in some sort of rotational force. I was so afraid and lonesome, but still this woman showed no remorse. It all resonates. Every thought, every word, and every action is the secret cure. If you vibrate with the truth, you will become one with all that is pure, she said. What was she talking about? She was preaching to me, and somehow she was aware of everything, even my doubts. But how could she actually know what I was thinking? I'll have to test it. I'll have to think of something she couldn't possibly ever know. And the second I get the chance, I'm going to run as far away from this woman as I can, because... You can run from the truth, but the truth will never run from you, said the woman. She's lying. It's hopeless anyway. There's no hope, and she's a liar because... Question everything I tell you. Debate all that is known. Because it is my sincere hope that all beings discover the truth on their own. Only the truth does not fear investigation, since all answers are there to be uncovered. On the other hand, it is a lie that will do everything in its power to avoid being discovered, said the woman. I've gone crazy. I'm sure of it. I've gone totally mad because... You're not crazy, my love. You're waking up, she whispered. Aha! Then I've lost it. I'm barely alive in this place, and it's all a sick dream. There's no way you could hear me, and the only way I can hear you is because this place is not what it seems. There's no other way to explain these coincidences. I'm dreaming, and... You're almost awake, she whispered. Or wait, maybe she's crazy. Maybe she's the bitch who... Is that how you talk to your mother? She asked. Again, a violent wave of energy rose up from the ashes and threw me with a sharp force that felt as if an entire ocean of bones had been tossed over me, casting me off into the grave. Tumbling through the ferocious storm of violent energy, the debris held me down until I finally quit. Once I gave up, it became so heavy that I was too weak to move. There I waited on the bottom until a gentle force turned me upright and left me alone. Whatever we think of others are merely projections of our own mind. Be careful, my darling. If you create a hell for others, then the hell you've created is the hell you've designed, she whispered. She was invisible to me, but somehow I could feel her very near, as if she was planted inside me and I could not escape her voice. How are you doing this? This time she answered without words, because as I waited in the silence, buried under the ashes and bones, I noticed a precious jewel smudged by the dirt. It was tucked way back, hiding in the heart space. Reaching for it, I realized it was sewn into the very center of my soul. This exquisite treasure was placed upon the center of the seed, and it was glowing just like that orange coal. The pentacle of life is the jewel that you see. The sacred treasure connects your life and the life of all others back to me, she whispered. It was so precious, but it had been covered in dirt, and why hadn't I noticed it before? We don't see things as they are. We see things as we are. You've got to get out of that nasty headspace and back into your pure heart, she said. Well, how do I do that? You make it sound so easy. Love all, serve all, 
and remember God. Wipe off the dirt from your soul and look past the facade. The jewel is your gift. It is the reason you are whole. Within you is the light of God, and your journey is to illuminate the essence of our soul, she said. I dug free from the mound of bones and ashes, while the darkness seemed to carry on forever. All I seemed to care for was that jewel in the cavern of my heart. I tried to wipe it clean, but my entire essence was covered in filth. But I can't see a thing. Everything's gone mad since I got here. And what if that nasty vibration comes back? What if... What if you stay calm? I wonder what will happen then, she asked. It was calm and peaceful now, as if the mind knew where the heart was heading before I could even get there. Somehow, some way, everything happened in sync with my own voice, as if my mind was narrating the scenes of a grand play. Wait a minute. How come every time I have a harsh thought like that, I get tossed under and thrown all around? What is this suffering? Once you understand the principle of vibration you will come to see how thoughts create our reality. That pentacle in your heart is magic. It is the way all suffering can be freed. She said, but how? It's all grace, but you have to act like it isn't. She said, grace, is that what this mess is? And now I moved around the ashes to walk along the remains of this boundless charnel ground. If it's all grace, then why have I lost control? If you say I have the power to change these vibrations, then why does it feel like I've lost my own soul? Anything that is lost is only hiding to be found, and whatever you do in this life is what always comes back around. All the troubles you overcome is the journey's gift back to you, and even the difficult endings are opportunities to create something new, she said, reaching for my mystical mala. It was no longer around my neck. Where had I lost it? Had it broken? Those mystical seeds were my saving grace, and I was nothing without that rosary. But something is missing. It's so dark without any light, I told her. Are you cold, my son, looking for some heat? Ignite the fire in your heart, and everything else will be complete, said the hidden goddess. She knew I was freezing ever since that ember died, but there was no use in trying to explain it, because what good was I? Everything changes, darling and it's up to you to bring the spark to life. But how? If you seek the warmth of your father, you must call out to his holy name, pray and chant to the light of our world, and if your intent is sincere, you can ignite the father's flame. She said, his name, but I can't remember anything. Tell me how to address him, and how should I refer to you? His name is forgiveness, as the Egyptians called him Ra, and I am the mother of the universe, You may call me Mom, she said. I pictured my father, the spark behind my soul, but I could not see his face in this darkness, and yet I recalled the ember that made my life whole. That spark was the living truth. It was the essence of all that made man. These ashes reminded me of the flame within my soul, and it had been such a long time since that flame began. Walking forward with new hope, I searched for his heat, My mind pictured his fire when my heart pounded like a drumbeat. Slow and gentle, I pictured the Father's light dying to spread. There was love within his warmth, and without it, my entire journey felt empty and dead. Oh, how I knew his light was a miracle. Surely there's something else I could say. And so I fell to my knees, picturing God the Father. Then I brought my palms together to pray.
Father of the Son, light of my world. You hold the secret of God's spark, and today I bow before you, calling you home into my heart. For I am a common man wandering, keeping watch over the mother's precious jewel. And yet only you hold the fire of all life, and without your grace I am but a simple fool. May you ignite my spirit, grant me the lights that I can see. O beloved Father, may you open my heart with faith to search for the truth, so the longing of your love is forever set free. A spark popped beside my feet when an ember began to glow in the ashes in front of me. Brother Fire, I exclaimed, a miracle. An orange coal breathed over the bones and ashes as I tried to cradle its light. Glowing like a heartbeat, this was the energy of life, the source of creation, and now the light illuminated the cavern walls all around me. With this light, I could feel the Father's love, and even in a space of complete darkness, I was not alone. Thus, I continued to pray. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, let me bring pardon. Where there is discord, let me find union. Where there is error, let me bring truth. Where there is doubt, let me find faith. Where there is despair, let me offer hope. Where there is darkness, let me bring your light. Where there is sadness, let me spread joy. O Divine Master, grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love. For it is in giving that we receive. It is in pardoning that we are pardoned. It is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. As I looked upon this miracle, I watched the coal take one giant breath before it sprouted into a glorious free-flowing flame. The seed of eternal light had risen from the ashes and brought the entire cavern to life around me. Watching in awe, I knelt before the flame and spoke to it. Father, forgiveness, most high and all-powerful, it is you who sustain the source of all life. I will never forget your kindness, and I pray to never lose sight. May I be an instrument of your great work, and I bow humbly with reverent adoration. By restoring my relationship with you, I renew my connection with all your creation. The eternal flame has risen, and I was witness to the truth. For the source of God was burning free, and there was nothing I could do but look on in sheer wonder of its magic. Now the mother was still hiding. She had yet to reveal herself, but I felt her presence among the cavern walls as if she was waiting somewhere within my own self. Sitting in silence, feeling a joy beyond words, this fire held a secret message from my father, and forgiveness was the message I heard. And so the father spoke. I will always forgive you. I am here to set you free. I will never abandon any of my precious children, even if you give up on me. Amen. Amen.